Hey guys, it's Elle's voice and welcome back to another podcast. Today we're about to get a little serious and personal because today's topic is actually a request of one of my listeners and it's also something that I deeply relate to. We're going to start off with a little background story of who I am and please don't worry, everything is going to be pertinent for today's topic. So with all that, Let's get to it. For the longest time, I've always been afraid of occupying space. The idea of it made me feel sick and disgusted and ugly. Growing up, I've always been labeled as the fat kid. I've been bullied for my weight. I've been called names and I've been said many things by elderlies, such as Alam mo, pag pumayat ka, ang ganda-ganda mo. Yung anak mo napabayaan sa kusina, no? Bata ba yan o baboy? As a kid, some of those statements never really affected or bothered me. Until it was just all that I continued to hear growing up. And throughout the years, it eventually took a toll on me. I was 14 when I developed BDD, or Body Dysmorphic Disorder. Basically, BDD is a condition where a person spends a lot of time worrying about the flaws in their appearance. These flaws are often unnoticeable to others, and I know it may sound as if it's nothing serious and that everybody feels that way, but I'm telling you, it's way more complicated than that. It's obsessing on this belief that you have a defect in your appearance and it makes you ugly or deformed. So whenever I look at myself in the mirror, I see a different figure. Sometimes when I stare at myself for too long, I feel like every inch of my body expands and just gets bigger and uglier. I was always obsessing about how huge my thighs are how fat my arms were, how ugly my stomach protruded, and I hated it. I even hated my hands for looking too big and manly. Apparently, here in the Philippines, pag pinag-usapan mo yung mga gantong bagay, anong tawag sa'yo? Insecure. Oe. Self-conscious. It's sad because this is actually an issue that no one is talking about. Before I continue, a little disclaimer for everyone who's listening. I'm not promoting any form of eating disorder, nor am I trying to glamorize what it's like to have an eating disorder. This is simply me sharing my story. As of now, I can't say that I'm fully recovered. I still have my self-destructive days, and I still hate parts of my body. But every day for me is a journey of acceptance. Telling you all about this, to be honest, my hands are cold because I'm nervous. It's been so long since the last time I talked about this and I'm doing this because I feel like when I hear myself three or five years from now, it's something that I'll be proud of. So on my 10th grade, 
that's when everything went down for me. I came to a point where I restricted my food intake. I would skip meals. I would avoid occasions where food was involved. Mama, kung nakikinig ka po ngayon, sorry po kasi yung mga panahon na binabaunan niyo ako, tinatapon ko lang o ipapakain ko sa pusa o bibigay ko sa iba kong classmates. I'm sorry, ma. I remember this time nung year-end namin sa school, umalis ako agad sa room kasi sobrang daming pagkain and I didn't want to be anywhere near food because then I know na matatempt ako lumamon. I used to be so afraid of eating in public because I didn't like it when people stared at me. I would skip lunch with my friends. I would ditch meetups. I wouldn't attend birthday parties. And if I really did have to eat in public, I will choose the food that is easy to swallow. Food that won't make me open my mouth as much. Because I get nervous. I get nervous while I eat outside. Sometimes, if I don't really want to eat because there are a lot of people who are looking for it, I just want to eat. After that, I'll be able to eat in the CR and I'll be able to eat all of my body before I digest my body. Meron pang time na takot na takot ako minum ng tubig kasi I just found out about water weight and hindi ko pa kasi alam ano ba talaga yung water weight na nawawala din pala agad yun. Pero nung panahon na yun kasi I was just focused on losing weight. I never really took in the thought that I could possibly have an eating disorder because I really just thought that everything I was doing was normal until my parents started to notice. I was always buying slimming pills, laxatives. I would drink them even on an empty stomach. I was that desperate in losing weight. Siguro sa mga nakakakilala sa akin ngayon na nakikinig, baka naiisip nyo na, di naman yung totoo, di naman posible yan. Mukha ka namang healthy, mataba ka naman. Well, it is. When you finally reached a point when you're just tired of being called names and fat shamed all the time, I started to notice that I was losing weight, and not just me, everyone noticed it. And hearing those compliments for the first time, na, uy, pumapayat ka na, ipanam ginawa yun ang payat mo na. It fueled me to the extremes. I got addicted to the compliments and praises, so every day, I kept track of my weight, and slowly the number started to decrease. Nakakasya na ako sa mga dati kong damit. Nakakabili na ako ng mga small sizes of clothing. And to be honest, I was happy. But still, I didn't feel good mentally and physically. Kasi madali na rin ako kapitan ng sakit ng time na Every day was just another day to be paranoid, and I still hated the way I look. If I really had to eat, I would feel extremely guilty and just hate myself for eating. My parents then called the school and talked to my teachers to keep an eye on me. 
I was called several times to the guidance office and be offered to visit clinics to get a proper diagnosis. Time na to naiinis ako kasi parang tingin nila sa akin may sakit ako, parang may problema sa akin. Kaya dinideny ko na gusto kasi unang-una taba ako para naman magkaroon ng eating disorder. There was this also this one time where my professor came to talk to me and he said, "Pati ka kumakain? Hindi ka sasama sa iba mong classmates?" Nagpapaseksi ka, no? Kanina ka ba nagpapaseksi? Hearing those words, I was deeply offended. I just wanted to lose weight because I had this mindset before that if I lost weight, boys will finally like me. I know, ang cringy, di ba? Pathetic. Kasi nakarelay yung self-validation ko sa mga lalaki na magbustuhan nila ako. Or just being liked in general. But you can't really blame my 15-year-old self for thinking that way. Especially when you've been called fat your whole life. You just want the name calling to stop. So you do everything you can to be the opposite of what they're calling. 2016. I found out I had EDNOS. Ednos. An eating disorder that displays some of the characteristics of other disorders, such as anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating. Now, it's either called OSFED, OSFED, Other Specified Feeding or Eating Disorder, or UFED, Unspecified Eating or Feeding Disorder. When I found out, I was in deep denial Because how could a fat person like me have an eating disorder? I thought that an eating disorder would only show your physical appearance by being very thin. And reminiscing about this now, I realize that it's because of society's stereotypes. Society had made it clear that fat people don't have eating disorders. If they did, they wouldn't be fat. Parang masasabi mo lang kapag may eating disorder yung tao kapag payat. It's focused too much on the outside appearance. What about the inner part? The mental stability of that person? I think there's a lot of stigma around eating disorders. So people really don't share their experiences that often. You know, just because you don't see it, doesn't mean they're not struggling. Just because they don't look the part, doesn't mean they don't have it. Kind of like in other mental illnesses, like depression. You don't have to look sad and gloomy all the time. Para lang masabi mo na may depression yung tao. These are all invisible illnesses that some of us are just afraid of talking about or just trying to not show to everyone. Lucky for me, I was able to get help and have a wonderful support system for my friends, namely Ariel. Hi, Ariel. <laughs> she's been there since day one, and she's been there when I found out about my eating disorder. Four years have passed, and I learned that I was just big-boned. Can you believe that? 
Ngayon, naiintindihan ko na kung bakit sa sobrang tagal na panahon na pinipilit ko magpapayat ng gusto na maabot yung weight na gusto ko, hindi ko magawa-gawa. Because of my bone density. Now, I'm still a work in progress. With the help that I still continue to get, and with the perspective of the world changing, all shapes and sizes of body types were celebrated. Body positivity became a thing. It served as an alternative to my self-loathing. It helped me somewhat appreciate my body and understand that all body types are beautiful in their own way. Of course, I did some research and I found out that body positivity initially originated from the fat acceptance movement in the 60s. Body positivity aimed to give a voice to those in marginalized bodies, especially fat, black, queer, and disabled bodies. Later on, the term got confused with body confidence and self-love. And then a number, a huge number of smaller bodied and white women began using the term and the community it was designed to support felt cast out once again. For those with chronic health conditions, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, or disabilities, the idea of loving their body is difficult and I strongly relate to that. I read in Happy Full magazine by a writer named Becky Wright. She said that self-love isn't always attainable, especially for those of us who have a history of poor body image. It's more of an added pressure when we're not able to constantly love ourselves. And it's true. As much as I share and advocate about self-love in my Facebook posts, I too have a hard time doing that. I can't help but feel pressured sometimes, especially on days when I just don't feel like it. I mean, we all have our days where we feel great with ourselves and we just feel and look good. And we also have days where we just can't stand the way we look or the way our body works for us. Trust me, it'd be a fantasy if I were to say that I don't have bad days. No, everyone has that. Some even struggle a lot more than the rest of us. Now this is where body neutrality steps in. The idea behind body neutrality is that it helps us steer away from self-hate without the pressure of having to love our body. Instead, it's about working towards a place where we respect our bodies, but don't give too much energy to positive and negative thoughts. This mentality takes off some of the pressure. According to a psychotherapist, Alison Stone, she told the Huffington Post that body neutrality provides an opportunity for acceptance. Body neutrality is a movement that recognizes it's okay to not always feel positive about yourself. Also, a therapist named Elizabeth Beescroft, she said that there are times where those who normally have high self-esteem may not love their body. 
the body neutrality movement covers those shades of gray and doesn't necessarily make you feel like you need to choose a side of the spectrum. And she's right. I'm sure even influencers have their bad days. Who knows, right? Maybe even Kylie Jenner has struggles. I found comfort with this movement because it helped me understand the value of not just myself, but of my body as well. Instead of focusing on the negative things about my body, it has helped me steer my focus on how strong my body is and how much it works for me every day. Your weight will fluctuate, but your value will not. Society has made us neglect the value of our bodies because everyone is so focused on looking good. What about feeling good? What about being at peace with yourself? If you ask me now if I love my body, hmm, I would say that I respect my body and I'm sorry for all the things I've put my body through for all those years. I'm still learning to love days when I have my cheat days. <laughs> and yeah, I like how it is, but I can't fully say that I love it. And that's fine. It's okay. And it is exactly what body neutrality is. For those who are struggling with accepting themselves, tune in and look into body neutrality. And I hope it helps you the way it has helped me. With that, thank you to everyone who is listening and who's continuing to support me. Also, special mention and thanks to Ade Jarina for the topic request. If you guys want me to talk about a certain topic, you guys can DM me on my social media accounts, which will be posted in the links below. That's it for today's podcast. Once again, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. This is Elle's Voice, signing off. Bye!